I couldn't take you seriously with that robot shit. <laughs> My name is Kaylin. My name is Sabrina. And this is Soft Mask Podcast. Did that rhyme though? It did rhyme. All right, I'm going to have to do another poll. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can figure this out. Um, Happy New Year's, everybody. And hopefully you're listening. Uh, we have a, we each have a drink. Hopefully you have a drink. You can tag along. Sit back, relax. Baby laugh. I know we're going to laugh. <laughs> On your way to work, maybe. I mean, I hope you're ready to get unhinged on the way to work. <laughs> these are these unhinged hours. So happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. Uh, happy, what is it? New Year, new podcast. New Year, new podcast. New Year, save me though. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the way my jaw just dropped. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so how were your holidays? Um, They were good. They were good. My... Uh, mother-in-law was here and my brother-in-law was here and we fried a turkey in the backyard left a huge ass stain if you didn't know that a turkey grease leaves a stain on the concrete Uh, yeah right i know and yeah you know it was a party we my brother-in-law bought this brought this awful tequila he made it's actually so good i was really terrified so wait 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 first of all first of all kaylin to start this is like Hey, I'm a little nervous and say, all right, you got some wine. Maybe we can have a glass of wine while we're doing this. Relax. I'm not a wine drinker. Yeah, yeah. And then so Kaylin goes, actually, do you want this homemade tequila? And I said, stop, backyard tequila? Like, we're, we're for real right now? Am I going to go blind? Or And Kaylin goes, wait till you see the label. I'm over here thinking, like, you wrote on it with a Sharpie or something. Even worse, they pull out this tequila that has, like, a skull printed on the label. I didn't know what I was in for, but it was really good. I want you to know that. I, it was excellent. Smooth. So, Nate, if you listen to this, uh, I'm sorry that your label was not approved. <laughs> the tequila was approved. The label was not. Tequila was so great. Shout out. That was amazing. I'm going to let you take it home now. <laughs> it's going to sit in my fridge forever. Well, I, and I will. If you're not going to take have it, I will. Rip. Or maybe that's just like the tr- tradition now. Every time we record, we'll take a shot of backyard tequila. Backyard tequila. Some some real country bumpkin tequila. <laughs> I'm here for it. It was so good. Um, any New Year resolutions? Um, I am... Okay, I'm going to be generic and say, you know, like, I want to be healthier and I want to be in better shape. But something that I think you can relate to is I'm getting ready to start a family. And so I don't want to be, um, you know, like struggling to chase after my kids so that's kind of the goal for this year before we transition into that kind of section of our life I guess and so we're doing that but I am also pagan so uh, pagans don't actually celebrate the new year they celebrate uh, in March when the seasons change because okay. uh, it makes more sense to kind of change your uh change anything that's in your life when spring is coming and the earth is literally changing with you uh instead of in the dead of winter where you're supposed to be like hibernating and relaxing and resting right spring is like renewals exactly so so i'm kind of like easing into that like resolution and then i'll really 
nail it, which I'm hoping I missed the gym crowds I'm at that time <laughs> as well. Not the gym crowds. You know what I pictured? Have you ever, I don't know if this is the side of TikTok that you're on maybe, but have you ever seen those TikTok videos of dads like training to take their kids to like Disney or oh anything? And yeah. they're like carrying, they're pretending to carry them on the treadmills and stuff. That's exactly what I picture. <laughs> Stop. I need to get like a 20 pound duffel bag. That's like, <laughs> but like make it real flimsy. Uh-uh. Not flimsy. Yeah. But you know, I have to say me and Abby just had this conversation the other day. I was like, you know, if we just end up being the rich aunties, like it's fine it's fine honestly and she was like what i know you really want to have a kid and i'm like yeah but and then today today really tested it and abby saw it because our niece came over and she was so sassy with me today and i was like oh my god this child i can't she was like can i have some chips and i was like no i don't have any chips she goes yeah you do i already saw them and i'm like oh gosh i can't not the kid telling you and then I'm gonna be honest, she was like standing next to a table that had a bunch of my stuff on it. And I was like, I'm just, and I just grab it and I move it. She goes, I knew you were gonna move that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Who taught these nine year olds to be sassy? I said, why are you so sassy? She said, I don't know. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm done with you. You can go home, take your chips. <laughs> you take can go, chips. yeah. Stop. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What are your resolutions? Um, honestly, I have never been one to do resolutions per se, um, cause I, I always hated that. Like people make resolutions and it's literally, like we said earlier, New Year's, same shit, same me. Um, so I, I'm not really like with that per se. I want to be uh, a little more realistic with myself and give myself some grace, um, but Honestly, what I really want this year is I want uh, I want to take care of myself better in the sense of like um, like work life balance. Yeah, work life. <laughs> wow, that was a shot. That was a shot for the belt. <laughs> Yikes! Gotta go. Clocking out now. <laughs> you can do the podcast by yourself. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "Oh, Sabrina, can you please come into my office? Uh, we we heard your podcast episode." <laughs> no. Um, I love my job, but I, uh, more self-care in the sense of like, um, at once upon a time I used to like, and you know what? You can laugh at me all Non-judgmental zone, I yeah, promise. Yeah. Right, right. The way you laughed at me when you found out that I did hair masks at Thanksgiving. No, no. Okay, let me, let me just clear this up. I wasn't laughing because I think it's silly. I'm just, okay. I know we're gonna talk about this at another time, but um, it's just, it's an idea that like masculine people don't take care of themselves as much as like feminine people. So I just think it's always like, yes, yes we do. Like, you know, so hearing someone, um, also if you don't know, me and Serena are both fairly masculine people, but not, not masculine as in like, we're gonna take the trash out all the time and we wear the pants. Absolutely not. The Absolutely not. <laughs> Both of, our, both of our partners take out the trash. <laughs> and so, um, you know, there's this idea that, uh, you know, masculine people just aren't, like, they just don't do the the, the generic feminine thing. So that's why I left, because it's, it's like, it's like, oh, yes, you know, we, we do. That's fair enough. No, I, um, <clears throat> I do, I do hair masks uh, on my hair, because uh, my hair is very thick, it's very straight, um, and I have, uh, I have eczema, so... I have to like take care of my scalp, um, otherwise it gets really flaky and gross. Um, so 
<clears throat> and the hard water in in uh, in our city is disgusting. Awful. Yeah, it's awful. it's it's absolutely awful. So, like showering is rough, and I I do a hair mask to kind of like help mitigate that. But um, it also just feels really good on my scalp. Um, I also love doing face masks. Um, so I want to get back to doing that because in this <clears throat> 2023 was a stressful year over overall. Absolutely. Um, honestly, like professionally and personally. Um, but on a more like on a personal level, um, just because of, and I, and I know we'll talk about it a little bit more, but just everything that I, um, you know, my fiance had to go through, um, it was tough. Um, and I felt like I just wasn't taking care of myself enough. I, sometimes I would get home and I'd just be like, I don't have the energy to do things or to even, I didn't have time to a lot for myself. Um, and that's hard. Um, so I want to get back to taking better care of myself, taking better care of, of my skin, of my hair, of me. Um, I was working out uh, at least three days a week and then I stopped. I got off that and I want to get back to that. I want to get back to being a, a better me. Um, so it's definitely kind of a, a big resolution, but like I'm not going to beat myself up every time that I don't get to it because yeah that's unfair to yourself. So I wanna be realistic and I wanna, <clears throat> you know, make sure that I'm not beating myself up because I'm not not being perfect, I guess. Um, but I have already gotten back to the, to the face mask routine and um, I had an aunt that was in town from LA actually. Um, and she stayed with us for the first three days of her trip and then uh, was staying at, uh, at my grandma's, her mom's house. <clears throat> and um, she, she could not stop laughing at me because every time she literally said verbatim she was telling everybody at my grandma's house like just putting me on blast she was like every time sabrina would disappear for like 10 minutes she'd come back out with a face mask <laughs> and like wine and i was like and okay whose business is that but my own self-care baby <laughs> i'm sorry you don't have any <laughs> but also last night me and abby did facials so it's so relatable we were, we give each other facials it's like a way to bond so love it i freaking love it i'm gonna sit myself on my reclining couch <laughs> don't laugh at me <laughs> no i'm not i wish i had a reclining couch <laughs> put that on the grocery list <laughs> Not the grocery list. Stop. I'm so sad. Staring at the corner of your couch right now. Stop. You can't tell people about my cat. No. Look, everybody, I have a very nice couch, but I have really rude cats. Wheezing over here. Um, I have faith that you will get... It's okay. Animals are rough. I have a zoo at home, too, so I, I get that. We got new couches last year because my dogs literally ruined the last one. I saw them. They look like little goats on top of your couch. Not goats. Oh, goats. Stop. Oh, I love them, though. They're, uh, they're okay. <laughs> they're okay. Rip. They're great. They're great. Truthfully. I also feel like, obviously, a resolution... Maybe not a resolution, but a goal for us is to do this podcast and um, yeah. build a community and, you know, kind of take uh, some of you who are listening probably know and some of you don't, but me and Serena used to work together and um, my community was completely re revolving around my job because it was so intertwined and then I got laid off and that sucks. Um so I'm kind of rebuilding my community and that was kind of where we 
thought, well, why don't we start a podcast? And then if there's other people who are looking for a community, then we are here. And so doing that, but also like outside of the podcast, you know, doing stuff that makes me happy. I don't think, I feel like as you get older, people stop doing things that make you happy especially like the older you get and if the things are like kind of silly uh like I have a paint by number sitting on my table right now that I've been doing and it's like so it's so simple and easy and I feel like most adults don't give themselves time to do something silly like that like you have to be productive all the time you can't just sit and paint for hours um so yeah no I love that that's um definitely love everything that um we're aiming for on this podcast absolutely a a community to have um and you know not just on on that for you but for for me too i was kind of looking for a space to kind of talk about um more like educational on on the experience that i had to go through uh with my fiance last year and then coming up on um trying to start a family and there's just not a lot of like resources out there for um queer queer relationships it's so hard to like find any information on how to start a family where some great places to go to look into it resources affordable ways um you know it's it's just so hard and, and nobody really wants to talk about it even when you are looking for that kind of stuff so it's so difficult um and um it, this podcast I think is just a, a great way to get information out there too on top of just being that safe space for everybody you know uh going back to the holidays real quick did you did you hang out with your family or anything I did um Christmas uh day I did get to see my family in the morning before I went to work um and then New Year, I actually, Jackie and I kind of kept it low-key. It was our, it was kind of our proposal bursary, so um, we just went to dinner ourselves and and, um, got to do some family traditions, just us two. That's very cool. What are your traditions? So, um, New Year, uh, my family is, uh, my mom's side of the family is Colombian and my dad's side of the family is Mexican. I born and raised uh here in San Antonio, San Antonio um but I have always been very very close with my mom's side of the family and um every year for new year they of course do the 12 grapes for 12 wishes oh man I got something I got something to add on to that oh no um so 12 grapes 12 wishes um and then we put money in our shoe um yep put money in our shoe and the most, uh, I think the most fan favorite one that I tell people about is um, that we actually take a piece of luggage out on the street and we run around the block with it. And it is supposed to be for safe travels. Any travels you take it's so that you have safe travel there, have a good trip and safe travels back. So um, just, it's uh, it's always funny to watch it. And I, I loved this as a kid because I watched my grandma doing this oh stuff. Like she would literally, my grandma travels so much. Yeah. Shout out to grandma because she's she's living the life that I want she's one day. Yeah, um, but she will literally like every year, n- without a doubt. She does it every year. She still does it. But I grew up watching her every time she would walk out the front door. We'd have sparklers in our hands and we would literally watch her run around the block with luggage. Oh so is it just one of you for your whole family, or is it no? Whole family? It's supposed to be a- anybody that thinks they're going to be traveling. Gotcha. It's a uh, 
it's that's your opportunity to kind of secure that safe travels opportunity but she was just the one that was so frequently traveling growing up that she would be the one that ran out and i mean you know latina family latin family we're definitely going to the nines you know and the nines and tens on new year like we dress up for the living room um (laughs) listen put on your on your church clothes your fine dining forget the church clothes and fine dining this is the megala bb okay (laughs) you're like i'm going to the opera tonight just kidding (laughs) we're having new year's in our living room yeah absolutely that's it um so like my grandma is out there in her cha-cha heels running the block with her luggage in her shimmering blouse like and her done hair and her makeup just yeah she's she's going around the block with the luggage um and that's everybody else too like i i did it in my you know my slacks my dress shoes and my uh my uh, uh suit jacket went around the block with my with my luggage because i want that good juju i'm you know, I got bachelorette this year um, because I'm getting married in November. Um, yes, yes. And <clears throat> I'm doing my uh, my suit, actually. Uh, I'm planning to get in a, at a shop in Houston, so I'm gonna be traveling for that too. Um, very, very excited for that. And we just have a lot of plans. We're going to New Orleans in uh, April. Uh, I might be traveling for work in April as well, too. So April might be a busy month for me. What? I know. We're gonna, I don't know. We haven't talked about this, but I think we should plan a a, a, a soft mask podcast goes to Disney. Oh, say less. <laughs> say less. Convinced. Secretly Disney adults. Sold. A secretly. It's not a secret. Okay, well, mine, mine was a secret until right now. Wow. I am not shy about that. Oh, a whole God. new world. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I huge Disney fan. Um, wow, that's actually one of the things that Jackie and I are so different about. Um, Jackie's not a Disney person, what? actually. Well, Jackie didn't grow up with Disney because um, she just she didn't grow up with cable, and uh, she grew up on a ranch, Gosh. so she didn't grow up watching Disney. So like pop culture for her like goes way over her head. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. But like, I mean, you you're talking to me, and I'm like. Heck yeah, Tarzan went hard. A goofy movie, the best. Iconic, really. Oh Are God. you kidding me? The music and a goofy movie goes so hard. Eye to eye. I feel like I need to rewatch the goofy <laughs> movie. Stand out. Oh my God. <laughs> this is just going to turn into a karaoke podcast. Um. So, okay, so for New Year's for me, we're sitting here, right? And it's very low-key it's me abby and abby's mom and and we start arguing about the grape thing right oh boy genuine argument right i'm like me and abby are like yeah 12 grapes and i go under the table and she was like what <laughs> and i was like yeah you eat 12 grapes under a table and she was like what are you talking about and i'm like that's the rule <laughs> she was like no she was like it's just 12 grapes you eat 12 grapes at 12 o'clock and i'm like yeah. no you eat 12 grapes at 12 o'clock under a table you sit under a table and she's like killing what is wrong with you and i'm like no it's it's a pagan thing i promise and if you google it both of them are correct and it's both for like wishes all year or whatever um and then i was like oh my god we actually have grapes in the fridge Stop. We actually we didn't plan. We didn't plan. We had cotton candy grapes and i was like go get the grapes go get the grapes right and we're like all right cool 
I bite into one grape and it is the most sour thing. And I was like, oh no, this has to be a an omen, right? Like, this can't be good. I'm like, never mind, forget the grapes. We're not having grapes. Yeah, and so we didn't do that. And then Abby's mom went to bed and uh, we snuck out of the house. Also, uh, the city that I, we live in, um, I don't live on the best side of town. So we were like, are those fireworks or are those? Is that a is that an AR-15? Because I have no idea. Stop. It was a little scary. It was a little scary. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but I go. I tell Abby, it's like, what is it? It's probably like 11:40, and I'm like, we should go out of the house at like 11:50, and we should drive down to the park that's a block away, because it's got a really good view of downtown. And we're like, all right, cool. So we go. Everyone in this damn neighborhood is walking to this park there's people everywhere and i'm like oh my gosh everyone had the same idea as me and so we go and we park and we stand up through the sunroof of my car right and we're just watching downtown and and fireworks start going off and i swear there's fireworks that sound like a gun and i'm like oh my gosh we're about to die and i'm looking around and nobody else is like alarmed and i'm like all right well if nobody else is alarmed then i guess we're fine um, obviously we came back home and it was fine, but, um, yeah, me and Abby argued for a good amount of time about 12 grapes. So y'all tell us 12 grapes, not under a table or 12 grapes under a table. I'm not going to lie to you. I had, you had me shook when you said under a table, oh, like yeah. you said 12 grapes and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then yeah. you said under a table and I was like, ah. My mouth just dropped. My jaw just dropped. I, I feel like I need to Google it and be like, this is why you eat the grapes under the table. But I just think it's different, um, I guess, like traditions. But I also have to mention that when you told me you were like, yeah, you know, we're going to do traditions. And I was like, oh, cool. What are your traditions? And you were like, yeah, I go run around the neighborhood. You didn't mention that it was like informal wear. So then when I saw the picture, I was like, why is she so dressed up? <laughs> and why she got a suitcase? <laughs> she didn't mention any of this stuff. And I was like, wow, she looks like a, a real uh, tourist uh, <laughs> late at night. Oh, because I was also wearing a, the, the Colombian sombrero. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, sombrero volteado. Yeah. Sorry, my Spanish is not it, y'all. We're going to get there. Maybe yeah. we'll learn Spanish on this podcast. You're duolingling too, right? Well, I, I stopped a long time ago. I can't. I stopped. I was really proud. I was like, I'm going to learn Spanish. And then, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to blame it on Abby right now. Stop. Abby stopped practicing with me, and I was like, you know what? If Abby's not going to practice with me, I'm not going to practice. I know, self-sabotage. <laughs> um, and so I stopped, and then Abby literally the other day goes, um, you need to start picking up your Duolingo again. And I said, um, you need to practice with me, and then maybe I will. So maybe that's coming back. I, I definitely could be better at my my practicing my spanish too so jackie gets on at me a lot about it um and i do i do really want to um get better at it so i definitely need to um to get on that so we can we can learn spanish together <laughs> me and sabrina both have spanish speaking partners and fully, uh, fully, fully their whole family everyone we just be sitting in a room just staring at people they're talking i don't know what's happening well like you have an excuse but like because i'm white yeah <laughs> I'm a, I am a, casually throw in that? <laughs> I'm a, <laughs> not the Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, like, you do have the excuse. I don't. My family be speaking Spanish, too, and I'm sitting at the table looking at them. Oh, man. Well, like, I see people, like, strangers, they, like, you know, 
tell all my brown friends, you're brown. Why you not speak Spanish? I hate that so much. And I'm like, it's not. I'm white. I don't speak Gaelic. (laughs) 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 Excuse me. I'm white. I don't speak German. (laughs) Like, damn. No, it's it's such a real thing. Like, people that just kind of, like, kind of try and dismiss you or, like, um... Like, you're not really, like, Hispanic or Spanish? Yeah, Yeah. because of that. And it's, like, no, 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 I I am. I was raised in these traditions um, because of different circumstances. My family just didn't uh, put Spanish on me like that. And it's, I understand Spanish fairly well, actually. It's really just the stage fright of speaking it. And it's so hard when you practice it, too. And I was telling my family this and Jackie this because they do encourage me a lot. Um, and I appreciate that support. Um, but sometimes they're so difficult because sometimes I'll mess up saying something in Spanish and it, they start laughing at me and like picking on me. And I'm like, you're not making it as, any easier for me to like yeah. practice with you because here you are picking at me about it. Yeah. So it's so hard, like the stage fright that I get and I like the words just freeze and jumble in my head, like trying to speak it. Um, but, you know, I know you saw me when we worked together. Yeah. I would speak to certain individuals at work in Spanish, and they would help me out a lot. I would ask questions. So it's I do put the effort in, and I definitely try, because um, I want to be that... I want to be able to help people that have that language barrier. Yeah. So um, I do want to get better at it. I really, I really am striving for it. If it makes you feel better, my family makes fun of me when I mess up my English. <laughs> so, And I've been speaking it my whole life. <laughs> And and now that's a half of me and Abby's day is just uh, making fun of uh, errors that we make in our speech. (laughs) I'm sure it's going to happen. And that's fine. That's fine. Do you feel like during the holidays, um, did you hang out with Jackie's family at all? Um, We didn't during the holidays, but her her dad and stepmom just came up recently uh, because her stepsister moved in with us. So we did get to hang out with them for a little bit. And then we're going to see her mom later in the month. But... Uh, we initially planned to go down for New Year's, and then everybody ended up traveling. Right. Yeah. Right. So we were like, oh, Bye. yeah. We were like, oh, okay. Figure it out. <laughs> I feel like so. Um, one of the things that I struggle with around the holidays is that I pick my chosen family over my blood family all the time. I relate to that. And it's like, it's hard because most people are like, but it's your family, and like, like we hosted Christmas right at our house, and Abby's whole family came. Uh, most of the the whole family and my family didn't come and I feel like that's probably kind of weird for a lot of people because it's like well it's it's Christmas like why aren't both your families there and we went and visited my mom for like an hour maybe two hours on Christmas Eve and I even took Abby's family and (laughs) to visit my mom and we're sitting there like kind of with each other and I've noticed this the last couple of like I guess get-togethers that I've had with both families and I just gravitate towards Abby's family so much more. And I feel bad, but like, it's almost to the point where like, I don't have anything in common with my family. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm the black sheep. And it almost feels like Abby's whole family is uh, black sheep together. So it just, it, it fits so much better. So um, I like dread going to my, like my mom's house. She doesn't know this. Hopefully she never listens to this. Oh. <laughs> Mom, I'm sorry. Um, but it's just hard and you know, I have to pet, like prep like pet myself up and I even told Abby I said you know sometimes I struggle um, because if my mom's ever like well why do you hang out with Abby's family so much more 
I'm like, I'm ready to pop off. I'm ready to be like, well, Abby's family was calling me by the right name four years ago and you're barely catching on and stuff like that. And it's hard not to like hold a grudge, but it's also, I think in the aspect of like self-care and moving forward, um, there's this idea of like, like you don't have to give yourself to people who don't respect it. And I think a lot of people, especially like older generations, and I think it's changing with our generation and younger, is like this idea that if you don't respect me and love me and put effort in, then I'm I'm still gonna love you, but I'm just not gonna be there. Absolutely, a relationship is a two-way street, any kind of relationship. Um, I've, I've always lived by that, and I, um, I mean, there are, I love, um, I love my family, and then there are parts of my family that's hard to love. Yeah. Um, and hard to be around because it is, it's so, it's, it's hard. It's yeah. hard. There's, I don't think there's another word I can put that into. And I feel like if you know, you know, you get it, you get yeah. it. Um, but like, I love my mom. I love being around my mom. Um, she has just been such a force in my life. Like I could cry thinking about it. Yeah. She's just been that great to me. Um, and my grandparents too. Like I speak of them so highly and with so much love. Um, but there's like the extras in the family, like the aunts and the uncles that make it difficult, yeah. the cousins. Um, some of them make it really difficult um, to wanna to wanna be around and go around because there's just, uh, sometimes they say and do things that just kind of disrupt my peace. And I don't, I don't need that. Like oh. I'm at a point in my life where I don't need to force myself around that and nobody's forcing me around it either. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a really, um, really beautiful concept and, um, particularly like certain men in my family have always been kind of like a blood is thicker than water kind of thing. And I hate that saying with a passion. I, I can't stand it because there are people that are not blood related to me that have done more than me than any more for me than any other of those individuals that say those things. Um, and you're right. Your chosen family is just like a, a beautiful thing. Um, uh, I, I have friends that I love to death, love, love, love to death. Um, you know, in, in particular, Justin. So, Justin, love you very much if you're listening to this because I know you support him. Oh, stop. Hi, Justin. But um, he, you know, when I wasn't spending New Year or like my birthday with my family, that's the person I was spending it with. Yeah. And actually, he, I, I spent New Year one time just with him and with Jackie, and it was actually <laughs> our first kiss. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, wow. so. No wonder New Year's is like special to y'all. Yeah, we love New Year. It's, it's definitely a, a big thing for us, but I, I will always, like, on the holidays, I'll check on him, especially like New Year. He doesn't really do a lot for New Year, but like this past New Year was coming up, and I was like, last minute we decided to stay in town with with all the information we found out and i was like are you doing anything are you going to be alone like you know you're always welcome at the house like you're you're my freaking platonic soulmate so like jackie has to live with you being in our life (laughs) and she knows this and i and i love her and appreciate it for her um and i honestly i didn't even ask the question she asked the question um just because she knows how much he means to me so um it's uh, it's just people like that that just really have put in this effort and you put the effort in for and you just can't help but want 
everything in the world for them and you know that that effort is returned and that is so important that two-way street being returned is just so high in value for me yeah absolutely and i think like i feel like when we talk about these things again most people are gonna think it's like friends or like partners but it is family like it's family too and i don't think i don't know there's just i just know there's this such like old school mentality of like yeah like blood is thicker than water but like I've been telling people for years, like, yes, I I love my brothers. I do. But I don't know what's going on in their lives. I talk to Abby's brothers frequently. And I go and visit them. And I would call them before I'd call my own brothers. And it's not to diss them or, you know, say anything about them. But it's, like, I just feel like some people show up better. And that should be recognized, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. Times are hard, though, around the holidays, you know? Uh, Speaking of that, um, at work, LOL. Oh, no. Um, uh, we don't use names on this podcast. No, so. no names, but also, um, Sabrina used to be my boss, but, like, <laughs> but like also my friend. So, Sabrina, if, if there's any work people listening, just know that it was completely professional up until the end, and then all the tea was spilled, so... Take that as you will. <laughs> Do with that what you will, I guess. Um, but at, at work, um, myself and another uh, one of my colleagues was actually talking about how much we love Christmas. Like, I'm such a big holiday person. I yeah. go big for the holidays. Like, I love it. I love, um, for me, like, being able to spend time, because my family is always big about doing get-togethers, especially now that we're all older and we've learned to set boundaries for the most part. Yeah. The holidays have become a lot more peaceful with that. Yeah. And I love it. And even um my brother and i are the oldest grandkids so there's this giant age gap between us and our younger cousins and now that they're becoming older too um it's been fun to like bond with them now and really um really like gap that and bridge that relationship um and it's been great to see them on the holidays and really um help them out and give them advice and just spend time with them not make everything so like you're doing things wrong and and get after them like nobody needs to do that yeah Yeah. so it's been really really great and um we just uh the holidays for me just that that is it's and some people like really think that people love christmas for the presents and and maybe some people do like it for that but for me it's really just the fact that i get to see all of my favorite people in one place sometimes and get that time with them is just so again it's just that that valuable piece that effort that's returned so i love it um nothing makes me happier the lights that go up around town oh my gosh i know i love it i love i know a lot of people hate christmas music but listen <laughs> listen christmas music stand over here 11:59 p.m on october 31st this and is then- halloween turns into <laughs> fa la 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 oh, no. um I freaking love Christmas music. I love it all day. I love Christmas holiday movies. Like, love it all. And um, we were talking about how much we love the holidays. And then, like, three other people in the room were literally like, don't really care for the holidays. Hate it. Yeah. And this individual was just like, dang, do people that not like the holidays have trauma? And then they looked at everybody, and everybody just stayed quiet. The silence is loud. (laughs) And I was like, I suppose that answered your question. 
and next <laughs> it was just like the most uncomfortable thing to just like look at people in the room and be like oh you're traumatized yeah <laughs> for the people with trauma what is the holiday that you prefer <laughs> It's clearly not Christmas. <laughs> it's, it's Memorial Day. Oh, Memorial Day <laughs> I'm joking. Stop. I'm joking. Uh-uh. Even worse. It's probably like St. Patrick's Day. You just go and get Ooh, drunk. Ooh, we live for St. Patrick's Day. That's okay. Okay. I can Absolutely. that. Yeah. Um, Relive all their trauma. <laughs> do you like any holiday movies in particular? Are you? Do you even like holiday movies? No, I do like holiday movies, but okay, I like the real cheesy ones. Like the Netflix cheesy ones. Stop. Okay, wait. Happiest season on who? <sighs> Happiest season could have been better. Wow. Maybe, if I'm thinking well, about Okay, first off, I have a bad memory, so... so that's the one with Kristen Stewart. Oh, no, that one was good. Okay. That one was good. That one was good. Did you watch the new one this year that has Brandy in it? No, I didn't. Oh, that one was real good, real cheesy. Um, has a lot of, like, cameos. But the one, I'm gonna be honest, when it first came out, we watched it. And then Abby, it became, like, Abby's comfort movie. We watched it all year long. But it's a holiday with... <laughs> what? Who is it? Emma Roberts, I think? <laughs> Yeah, it became like Abby's. She was like, "Do you want to watch Holiday?" And I'm like, "No, I don't want to watch Holiday." <laughs> we watched it like five days ago. Jackie hates me because I put on Happiest Season like on repeat <laughs> during the holidays. I'll respect the fact that outside of November first to December thirty first, <laughs> it's not the holidays, right? I won't yeah. play holiday stuff and like overdo it. Yeah. But November first midnight. Oh my gosh. December 31st, 11.59 p.m. That is Happiest Season, season. Jingle All the Way, Eight Crazy Nights. I mean, love love it all. I I, I just love it with passion. But like Happiest Season, um, and I, it, it is a little cheesy, right? I think it, there are parts of it that could have been better, but I love that movie so much just because there, there isn't really a lot of like... Um, Queer, yeah, like Christmassy. Unless it's gay, like gay men, which love love those movies love too. Gay men. Love them too. But we need some some representation. Yeah, out here. Um, <laughs> so I love it, and like just the just the speech towards the end of the movie where um, where her friend I forget the actor's name, and I'm so sorry. It's a Levy. He's is it a Levy? Oh, you're talking about um Eugene Levy's son, right? Yes, he's in uh, Schitt's Creek. Yeah. He's amazing, first yeah. of all. Yeah, I freaking love him. But his his speech like at the end of the movie is just it makes me tear up every single time. And if you don't know, go watch that scene. I feel like I need to rewatch it now. It's um, literally so good. Okay. I feel like I need to rewatch it now. Um it's Okay, I'm gonna rewatch it. But also, what is it with rewatching movies? My coworker comes in today, he goes, Do you know what I did last night? And I was like, What'd you do last night? He goes, Me and my wife, we came back from our little anniversary weekend. We were like, You know what? Let's finish out with a bang. And I was like, Oh no, TMI, right? And they said, We watched Hunchback of Notre Dame. And I was like, What are you talking about? This is a joke, right? He was like, He was like, And he's an, he's an animator, right? And that's like his, his, uh, his thing. And he was like, look, when was the last time you watched it? And I was like, I don't know, probably a kid. And he was like, that movie is not for kids. You have to watch it as an adult. The animations, they're amazing. It's just amazing. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So 
Now I have to put it on my list because apparently I have to watch Hunchback of Notre Dame. And I tried to explain to him. Um, I don't know if you're going into the, the new year watching any uh, shows, but we're currently binge watching X-Files. Oh my, I can't. Not the X-Files. 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 Okay. No, the old one, the OG one. Yeah, even worse. I can't right now. <gasps> Stop. I can't with you. Wow. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Podcast over. I'm going to get this out of the way now because everybody's going to vilify me anyways, but I also don't like Mean Girls, like the Mean Girls musical that's coming oh out. Oh my gosh. And I don't like the original either. Like, it just wasn't, wasn't, it didn't resonate with me. You don't wear pink on Wednesdays? No. I'll do it because... To. Yeah, because the community says I have to, so I'll do it. And I love pink. Don't get me wrong, I love the color pink, but like, I don't care for that movie. Like, yeah. you go Glen Coco doesn't resonate with wow. me. But like, I Clueless. Feel like I don't even know you. I love me some Cher Horowitz. Stop. Oh That's funny. But. Oh new tv shows x files yeah so we're watching x files and we're on like season three and i gotta tell you it's like kind of weird but <laughs> yeah yeah it's real weird but it's kind of funny because i believe in stuff right i believe in like ghosts and aliens i'm like i believe right and abby's a skeptic and in this show it's almost reversed i'm like it's a show the government is after these people and abby's like no it's a ghost and i'm like or no it's a it's an alien and i'm like how how are we swapped in this show <laughs> and in real life i'm like so we also think our house is haunted um just a fun fact we live in a 126 year old house and um i don't know some we've been here for six weeks six ish weeks now and some weird shit has been happening so it doesn't help that we're watching x-files at the same time <laughs> we're like what was that um, so between gunshots and alien and, and ghosts, <laughs> the rent is the rent price is real good. <laughs> and you invited me over to do this podcast. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get like some ghost voices in the background. Can you imagine? I'm not superstitious, so I don't believe in stuff like that. Um, but I always love watching like supernatural shows. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I love it. It's interesting to watch. I think for the lore. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's just so silly. But now I have, like, when you binge a show, though, um, it puts, like, everything else on the back burner. Yeah, 100%. So, so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll watch this in, like, three months when I'm done with the 11, 11 seasons of X-Files. And each season has, like, 25 episodes. Oh, my gosh. So during, right before the pandemic, yeah, right before the pandemic, um, I was working at this place where I was working with a bunch of people that were obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. Oh, same. And I did not understand the hype because I had not yet watched any Grey's Anatomy. Oh, and it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. So you can binge it. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so I dedicated myself day in, day out. How much did you cry? <laughs> so much. So much. Stop. Not Grace Sloan Memorial. That was too much for me. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but I literally... It took me two months to watch it because yeah. I mean that at that point what Grey's Anatomy was maybe 18 season months. D. No, I feel like it took me like six months to watch all of it. I'm I'm serious. I dedicated myself like, just so I could have these conversations. <laughs> no, literally. I'm gonna be prepared for the rest of my life. Every second that I was not at work, yeah. I was literally watching that show. Um, Are you caught up? Yeah. Okay. Well, wait, 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 wait. Up to the newest season. Um. Yeah, I've only gotten to the mid-season finale of the current season, or the last oh, season yeah. that came out. Yeah. Yeah. So I still have a couple of episodes to go to the finale. So do you know, um, like, 
Dr. Kai Bartley. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, um, if you are not caught up, this is probably going to be a spoiler. But Abby stopped watching a long time ago because she was like, this is ridiculous. I'm over it. I can't do it anymore. And I'm dedicated. Every every time it comes <laughs> out, I'm like, got to watch my Grey's Anatomy, right? And um, when I started freaking out about Amelia and... Kai, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, what is happening? What is happening? <laughs> Finally, Amelia, you beautiful woman, and Kai, you non-binary representative. Wow, I'm obsessed. And Abby was like, shit, I have to watch this now. And so now she's watching it. And I'm like, now I get to relive all of it as she rewatches it. But little uh, tidbit, they are rumored to be dating in real life. Really? Yes. I love that. Yes. Um, the actors, actress that plays Amelia posted a picture the other day and it was like new year new me right classic and um the actor who pay plays uh kai their name is er Fightmaster, and they commented and put dear god because the picture was so good that's all they put dear god and i was like that yes and they were seen at a baseball game together and i have never been so obsessed with allure before in my whole life <laughs> More than the Swifties. Oh my gosh. Oh, I have some news for you. Okay, so I think I'm becoming a Swiftie. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm at work, right? And I'm I'm in charge. I share an office with one other girl. And uh, she's, she's much younger than me. And she's real bubbly. And uh, I'm in charge of the music in the office, right? And I'm like, she's like, I'll listen to anything. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, I listen to mostly pop. pop. And I'm like, okay, cool. Swifty, diehard Swifty. She said, I'm looking for a man, and the only thing he needs to have is he needs to be a fan of Taylor Swift. And I was like, go off. I get it, because that's who y'all are. I get it. And so, but every, she's so nice, right? Every time a Taylor Swift song would come on, she'd be like, you can skip it. I know you don't like Taylor Swift. And I'm like, it's not that I don't like her. It's just, I don't get it. And she was like, and then one day we were having kind of a quiet day, and I was like, you know what? Show me Taylor Swift. Show me Taylor Swift the way that you see Taylor Swift. And she was like, really? Right? Because she's real young, right? And she was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, can I show you the album that I think is your album? And I was like, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? And she was like, yeah. I'm wait, sure. wait, can I guess? Was it Evermore or was it? Um, I think it was the one before that. What, folklore? Huh? Folklore. I think it might have been folklore. One of the two. I could see it as soon as as soon as. And, and then she she walked me through the whole like, um, love triangle thing, and she was like, "You have to listen to all three of them." And I was like, "Oh my god, I've been every single one of these people in this love triangle. <laughs> I've been the cheater. I've been cheated on, and I've been the person who was the the other the other person, you know." And so I was like, "Wow, okay, this is really getting to me," and so. I don't know. I, th I think I might be becoming a Swifty. I love that. You're like, I've waited all year for this. <laughs> I needed somebody to relate to. So, um, I'm, I mean, you, everybody knows this. I'm a, I'm a Swifty by, um, proxy. Yeah. Because my fiance is a giant Swifty, like a, a very big Swifty. You're right. They're definitely like that. Like it's with a passion. It's with yeah. a love. Um, and when I met her, I didn't really like, I didn't hate on Taylor Swift. Like, that's not my thing. No, no. I, I, I never hate. So I was like, get that bag, girl. Yeah, I think it's so silly when people hate on Taylor Swift. Like, even back in the day, I, I thought it was silly because it was like, 
homegirl is like making catchy songs yeah. like that you're probably singing in your car out loud you just yeah. don't say that in front of other people Absolutely. chill chill out yeah. um but i wasn't super obsessed with her either like i i only knew her popular stuff yeah. you know what i mean um i didn't i didn't truly understand the hype of it but um and actually one of my first dates with jackie was she made me sit down and watch americana on um on netflix i oh think God. that was the <laughs> i just want you to know on me and abby's first date she made me watch star wars <laughs> <laughs> there's a totally different end of the spectrum there <laughs> but <laughs> same concept yeah watch my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah yeah well i i mean i also um well she she had me sit down and watch americana first but after that like she watched all eight and a half or eight part two right one part one part two of harry potter movies Dang. for me like she watched i didn't ask her to she just knew i was a very big harry potter person and she literally binged them for me all right so we're going to harry potter world when we go to Disney. heck yeah are you kidding me what um so i don't know if that didn't tell me that she loved me at the gate i'm, I'm a, yeah like fair. she dedicated time to that Dang. um but i did definitely become um a a Swifty over the year. Um, I, I mean, I have now understood and I understand where everybody is coming from. Taylor okay. Swift is a bad bitch, yeah, and she deserves that respect. That's fair. That's she fair. is musically a genius. I uh, will own up to that. I think there are a lot of songs that are definitely that catchy vibe that appeals to everybody, but those artistic albums like Folklore and Evermore that just have this kind of storytelling feeling to it um and and the emotions behind it it's it's well done it's yeah. well done like I'll, I'll give that to it um so yeah we went to the eras tour we saw the concert we rented oh the movie God. and i sang songs with with jackie so that way she understood that i i supported this 100 you're, you're here now you're here uh, yeah. and you're proud we went to swiftmas at brass monkey oh right so right. I mean, we were going off in brass. The, I, I unfortunately missed this, and now I'm sad that I did. It was, I'm so sad that you missed it. But also, okay, but I'm going to be completely honest. So this was before, and I'm still not, like, actively listening to Taylor Swift. Like, I still got to, like, I still got to get in it, right? But I think about it, and I'm like, well, if I would have gone, everyone's like, I've seen videos of people at, like, Taylor Swift sing-alongs and, like, Swifty nights and stuff, and it, people are getting it and i'm like i don't i know i know our song that's it you don't need to know the songs though that's the thing because okay so it was uh me jackie justin went because justin's also like a, a swifty too okay. um and then we have another friend uh, her name's amanda shout out to amanda because i love you um she also is a giant swifty also her birthday is december 13th so she shares the same birthday as Taylor Swift. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Kind of iconic. Goals. Yeah. Really. I got all jealous. Um, I'm not, cause my birthday is December fifteenth. So like, by you're like close. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Sagittarius with her. Yeah. We're the same vibe. I That's get it. Fair. Um, but she's a giant Swifty, and her partner, who's who's non-binary, um, her partner, who's who's non-binary. Uh, shout out to Abby to <laughs> <laughs> fixing uh technical difficulties. Um, but yeah, so Swiftness. So you said that there was so many people in there. It was it was just so packed, and we literally just we went like I said, we just we went in the middle of the dance floor. We were having our drinks, having a good night. I 
came out the next day, sore as all heck. Oh, your legs were hurting. Yeah, oh. I was, I was, um, my age started showing at that point. <laughs> this is not the same body that went down 6th Street. Well, you know, you are about to turn 30, so. Yay! To the new year. <laughs> So this is also a, a good point to um, talk about. Uh, we've never done this before. We are not, I'm like fairly tech savvy, but not like, you know, <laughs> record and edit a podcast tech savvy. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're figuring it out. Um, and I think um, that's a, a good theme for the year too. It's just figuring it out. That's okay. We'll figure it out and it'll be great. And if anybody has any pointers or tips or tricks, um, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause we, again, we want to build a community and we want to make this like great and we want y'all to enjoy it and resonate with it. So yeah, we can only get better, but okay. So you're going into the new year, you're turning 30, but like life's, is, life is going to start for you. Like you're going to get married. You're hopefully having a baby soon after that. Like, man, life is really coming at you. Are you ready? I am, I'm excited. Um, honestly, like I, um, I don't know when, this is gonna sound really cheesy, corny, whatever people wanna call it. I love that. Um, when I was younger and I envisioned myself being happy, it was never because I was making a ton of money or because I was famous or anything like that. Like none of the crazy things that like people really, really hopeful, yeah. hope for, especially like I, I kind of grew up, um, you know, lower middle class, yeah. um, more poverty, um, but I just didn't imagine myself being happy with all those kinds of things. For me, when I always envisioned happiness, I pictured myself married with a family. Yeah. That was always like what I pictured for for my happy life. I get that. So I'm very excited for it. Like I, I'm very excited. I love kids. Um, I love Jackie. So this is definitely like a, a very exciting point in my life to finally be at this place with somebody. Yeah. Um, but you're married. Marriage advice? I am married. Um, so we just passed our, uh, one year anniversary a few months ago. And, um, we've been together for, that was also our eight year anniversary together. I know, I know, weird. Um, and I don't, I don't know. Marriage is, um, marriage is very cool. I was a little anti-marriage before we got married. Actually, I know, crazy. I, know. I think that's a phase everybody goes through though because I was the same. Oh, I was like, you know what? There's no point. There's no point. Like a piece of paper isn't gonna change anything. And then, I don't know, like we, so I have to back it up a little bit because there's a funny story about me and Abby's marriage is we, we proposed years ago. Like I'm talking like, five and a half years ago maybe even six years and we planned a whole wedding and then we called it off two weeks before yeah we were young still Uh we had some some issues as young people do we again our brain well my brain wasn't fully formed yet um (laughs) abby's a little abby's a little older than me so (laughs) but we also um you go through a period of when you're together that long, you go through a period where you almost get too comfortable and you forget how to communicate. And we were gonna get married right in the middle 
of that kind of frustration. Um, and so between that and between, uh, you might start to experience this soon. If you have any help paying for your wedding or even not paying for your wedding, people start to feel like they have a, an opinion. Oh my gosh. We're already experiencing that. I had a family member ask me, um, we're going to be on vacation. Can you move the date of your wedding? Yeah. It was crazy. I had some, I had some of the weirdest things, um, that people requested for our wedding. I was like, excuse you. Um, are you okay? Who raised you? And so, (laughs) and so two weeks before our wedding, two weeks before our wedding, I said, I don't want to do this. And it was a hard conversation. And we sent out texts to everybody and we said, Hey, like we're okay, but the wedding's called off. And then it took years to get back to a place where we were like, okay. And we worked on ourselves and we learned how to communicate. And it is true about what they say that a marriage or a baby will only enhance whatever's already going on in your life. So because we got to this spot where we were like, we, ha- we were happy and we knew how to communicate and we knew what to expect from one another. Because I think that's hard. A lot of people don't realize that like... Just because you've gone so long in a relationship, there are still expectations. Love is not um, unconditional. It is okay to have conditions to your love. It is okay to expect things and communicate wants and needs. And But you also have to be ready to reciprocate as well. So when we were finally in a good place, we looked at each other and we said, our anniversary is in a week. Let's go get married. And we planned our whole elopement in a week. We bought a $60 cake and we went and got married in a forest with our immediate family. And then we went home to my brother-in-law's house and we ate pizza. Like, like pizza hut pizza. And it was the most, um, I commend anybody who has a big wedding because it's stressful and I know it's beautiful and you're going to have a beautiful day and I'm going to dance with you and party with you and probably get really drunk, but it's going to be great and it's going to be the best day of your life us in november yes yes but eloping was the best thing for us because like it was so easy and it was simple and we kind of i mean we've talked about like you know family dynamics and stuff and it was just so much simpler to say if you can be there great if you can't that's okay we love you but we're gonna go do this and we did and it was awesome and honestly it's been the, the best year of my life um again a marriage or a baby will only enhance what you're already living in so life has just gotten better um i will say that the probably the biggest marriage advice that i can give to someone still as i guess she would say a newly one is treat every day like a new day so many people hold things and it builds resentment and resentment will kill your relationship bigger than anything. And you don't realize what's happening until it's too late. And I think that's what happens with a lot of marriages is people don't talk and people hold things over each other. And then eventually it turns into this snowball of resentment and you can't turn back. And so we learned how to communicate and we still learn how to communicate and we talk. And But the same thing is... I wake up every day and I think, I think Abby does the same thing. I wake up every day and I say, today's a new day. I love my wife. Whatever happened yesterday happened yesterday, but I'm not going to stop loving my wife today. And I'm not going to stop 
doing nice things for her today and I'm not going to kind of I'm just going to treat today and these experiences like new experiences and go with it and be thankful for them because again resentment sets in faster than you will ever even realize and it kills it it kills it so loving your partner um every day like it's a new day but then also it sounds cheesy but like you really don't know when might be the last time so like even in my work day I'll text Abby and be like, I miss you, you know, because I don't know what's going to happen in the middle of her day. You know, she works for a college and this is scary times and things happen at colleges and yeah. yeah. And so you just never know. And that's not something I try to like dwell on, but, um, you just genuinely never know what is going to happen with your partner. And I hope I get 80 years with her, but I'm not going to take a single second of it for granted. Even if I'm upset, I'm going to be like, Yes, I'm upset, but, like, I I love you, you know? And, like, nothing, me being upset right now is not going to change that. And I can't let it change it, you know? So that's my advice, I guess, to anyone who's married. Um, I think it's beautiful. I think yeah. that's a, and it's really, really good. I mean, a lot of people, um, a lot of people will also joke around and say, like, just apologize or mm-hmm. like just say yes or let it go and um i mean there there are times when i can definitely relate to that but um it's always gonna be and and i feel like jackie and i have definitely um we have like you said we're just learning to communicate every day um uh, not to get astrological, but you know, I am a I'm a spicy fire sign. I'm a Sagittarius, and, and Jackie is a, a stubborn earth sign. Oh man, she's a Taurus. Um, so sometimes communicating is is really challenging because we command we communicate in such different ways, and also just like the environments we grew in, really, um, and also our past relationships, like. Yeah trauma in past relationships really affects the way that you walk into a healthy relationship and how you can communicate so there's definitely been like learning opportunities for us and sitting down and calmly um, and respectfully trying to convey the feelings that we are we're having and how we feel like we need that to be better too because um i had somebody tell me this once who's also married um someone from work who I, i respect a lot um, and, and shares actually a lot of, um, kind of similar, um, uh, medical experiences with his wife that I'm going through with my fiance. So, um, he was telling me one time that, um, man, gosh, I'm blanking now. That's rough. I will say, I will say why you kind of think about your thought. Uh, I will add one more thing that, Um, And I try to share this with everybody and I don't even think this just relates to relationships But I think it's a big part of it. But like relationships with everybody is that um, I was in therapy for the longest time and again, this is when me and Abby were struggling to communicate and uh, I'm a water sign. I'm as Pisces as it gets. I cry every day and um, Abby my wife is also a Sagittarius so big fire sign by the way yesterday she said well, fire puts out water. And I said, no, ma'am, it's the other way. (laughs) Um, But we, uh, I'm very emotional and Abby's just not, and that's okay. But years ago, 
I struggled with that fact and I would go to therapy and I had this therapist and I'm telling you, I think every session for like two months was me just going and being so frustrated with my relationship because I was like, I'm so emotional and my partner's not emotional and I don't like, why can't she just be emotional? And one day I go in and my therapist is like, Hey, before you, before you start, uh, you know, I've gotten to know you a little bit. I think I know what you are kind of wanting. And I said, okay, what, what do I want? You know? And she was like, you are emotional, right? And I was like, yes, hello. I've been in therapy for weeks now. And she was like, and you want Abby to be more emotional? And, she, and I was like, yes, hello. You're just repeating what I told you, right? And she goes, what if you asked, what if Abby asked you to be less emotional? And I fell apart because I was like, I can't be less emotional. That's literally who I am. I'm proud to be emotional. It's a, it's a strength. I, and then I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm asking this person that I love to change a part of them that is literally not changeable. The musical game. Oh That's no. Did you not know that? That means you were in the band. Okay, bye, Abby. Thank you, Abby. And then I did text you, and then I did theater. Oh my god. I was the trifecta. I was the, I was the culinary gay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and the drug addict gay. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Rip. Okay, so we had some technical difficulties. Abby fixed them once again. We should really pay her. <laughs> She'll get rewarded later. Oh. oh. <laughs> Stuck like Chuck over here. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, so the recording stopped uh, recording, and we don't know when it stopped. So when we hear this episode, just like you for the first time, we'll just pick back up where we left <laughs> off on the next <laughs> There was something about marriage and advice and taking... Oh, I remembered the advice. Taking people for just who they are and uh, not asking them to change core things about themselves. Core makes me think of like um, Inside Out when they're talking about core memories. Oh God, <laughs> um, they're coming out with a, a, a new one. Can you see that? I can't. I can't wait. Um, but... Uh, the, the advice that this individual gave me on, on marriage is uh, to not ask what they need, like how you can support them while everybody thinks that's such a nice concept. It's not like a reality because that person might not even know themselves. Like you're asking them to put more effort into something they're not even sure about already. Absolutely. So instead of asking them what they need, just do something you think they may need be yeah. more considerate and if it's not what they need they're gonna realize it at that point and tell you what they really need but at least try yeah. put in the effort and try um and i was like man that's uh like i didn't even consider that asking somebody how i can support them was like a, a yeah it's like a double-edged sword well i also a lot of people say like um i used to do this i used to be like well why didn't you just tell me what you needed and I would have done it. And it's like, well, sometimes telling you takes too much like energy. Like you're supposed to be my, you're supposed to be my person, like be observant enough to know that sometimes like you can also just do things. 
you can do things without me asking you to do them. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Abby, again. <laughs> so, um, our first podcast episode, what are you uh, hoping this turns into? I'm asking you. <laughs> that was a genuine question, sorry. Um, what am I hoping this turns into? Um, well, I, like I said, the whole uh, inspiration behind this was to talk about mine and Jackie's um, journey with her endometriosis. Um, and I, I don't think I said that earlier, but that's um, what we were dealing with this past year. Um, and then going through IVF and starting a family. And I mean, yeah, I guess the uh, I guess the wedding can be, all be a part of that too. Party, but I also want to talk about like stigmas um, because not if anything that I've learned from uh, life in general as being in the queer community, anyways, but also just dealing with um, you know Jackie's diagnosis this past year. It's so everything can be so stereotype stigmatized or hush hush. Don't don't talk about it. It's taboo, like the way people tell. Um, women to just a it's your period suck it up like it's that's not it's not it there could be underlying health issues and that's something that we really learned like Jackie had been so gaslit all her life to thinking that it was just her period her period was just bad and then newsflash that's not the case you have endometriosis you have these things that are severely hurting your your uh, your uterus and um, like these growths that are pushing up on your like your bladder and causing all this discomfort for you and then to even find out on top of that that gluten <clears throat> exasperates it so it's like everything that she could have been doing to help with those things and nobody even just gave her a chance nobody would take her seriously when she would go in and, and talk to to doctors about it yeah. so talking about those things and making sure people are going out and taking care of themselves um, even sexual health like get yourself checked it's okay it's nobody's gonna judge you no if anything like good for you i want to give you a gold star sticker yeah you're you're doing you're doing all the right things take care of yourself self-care as a whole take care of yourself well i'm looking forward to doing this with you yeah and getting to those topics and again creating community and again if if anybody has tips, tricks, pointers, things that they want us to talk about, want to be on our podcast, maybe in the future, that's a thing. Um, you know, we welcome open conversations. We open vulnerability. We're open to real, real conversations. So that's what we're looking forward to. I hope you liked this first episode. I can't wait to do it again. Can't wait to keep going. Can't wait to see what this grows into. And I guess that's it for now. I'm Sabrina. I'm Kaylin. And this is Soft Mask Podcast. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) We're figuring it out. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)